Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for all the latest fight action. Direct from Wales in the United Kingdom, 100% live, it's Big Fight Weekly with your hosts, Chris Hume and Stu Palmer. I'm looking to the mirror and all I see is failure staring back at me. Typifies the night that was UFC London. We have had a car since 2019, Chris. And boy, oh boy, did it deliver. This is episode 51 of PowerSport.tv with myself, Stuart Palmer, and my co host and cousin Chris Hume. And I know for one, you were looking forward to this car. Boy, oh boy, did it deliver. Yeah, it absolutely delivered. You know what? Not only just the fights were amazing, Stuart, the atmosphere, the crowd, the, the things that UK audiences can do in a sports stadium or an arena is second to none you cannot get that atmosphere anywhere in the world other than the uk it it was amazing it's just something i wish we, we were both there to witness it i know we watched it on the telly but i'd have rather been there and felt the atmosphere because i you know you could see every british fighter that walked towards the octagon were thriving they were bouncing they felt it and it was amazing to see and you know Hopefully now we can get more events over here in the UK because our fighters have just proved there is more coming. Absolutely. Fighting on all fronts, Chris. And we've got people, we could have more than one world champion potentially going forward, couldn't we? It's a, it's a big possibility, isn't it, for back of Saturday? Yeah, definitely. But you also got to look at it. And I like this, like, you know, seeing the, the, the different fights from different counties, countries all over the UK. You know, we're not, it's not just England anymore. You know, over the years, we just saw fighters coming through England that got into the UFC. You've seen Scottish fighters. We've seen Welsh fighters. We've seen all Irish fighters. Irish fighters, obviously, ev- everywhere in the UK. You're just seeing bundles of this new, fresh breed of fighters that are all streaming through MMA in the UK and are breaking their way through into the states that have its Bellator, One FC, not just the UFC, but there's so many out there now that you can get excited, and it, it it's refreshing, Stuart, and I absolutely love it. 
Can I just say before we get into Tom Aspinall's massive victory in the main, we've got so much to come. What it was great hearing John Gooden back on play by play. And a great job by Paul Felder and Michael Bisping, of course. It was in the Joe Rogan mold doing the interviews after the DC mold, wasn't it? As well as doing comms. What a great job they did to, to give, you know, to give it the full, you know, shebang on that London card. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed John Gooden. I think the way only missed. And um I know Dom Don's watching us um over there in the States. I don't know if he'd agree with me here, but it missed Hello, Dan Don. Hardy. It, it missed Dan Hardy. It, that sprinkler it does. Dan Hardy. It does. Um, it does. It I, they could have had they could have had a four man move. I know stuff went on with Dan Hardy, which we don't need to necessarily. No, speak no, about. no. But a four man would have worked actually. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, are we getting on to the man, the man, Tom Aspinall? Yeah, most definitely, Stuart. Um, and we got it right. Amazing. I think we did. We did get it right as well, Chris. As much as Volkov was his biggest test today on paper, my oh my. It went to the ground. He was fine standing as well. What a performance. Gets the sub. Fantastic, Chris, from Tom Aspinall. And he's definitely a player at the top end, isn't he, at heavyweight, Chris? Um, well, yeah, definitely. Uh, Volkov uh, and uh, it's, well, Tom alluded it in his post, post fight, which we'll get to shortly. You know, Volkov's only been stopped twice in 30 plus fights. And don't forget, Volkov has been in there with the Derek Lewis's. Yes, the Derek Lewis did finish him, but Volkov was on top of that until Derek Lewis his usual monster right hand caught him. He's been in there with Cyril Garn, don't forget, who's just fought against the Garnu for the title. He's been in there with some of the best in that division. And only a handful full of them have actually, you know, actually stopped Volkov. So for Tom Aspinall to come in there uh, and do what he did is phenomenal. And it's an absolute lift off. You know, remember that time when AJ beat Klitschko? Maybe not, you know, you can compare it too much to it, but you know, the whole it was a lift off. That was a fight that lifted him off. This is a liftoff for Tom Aspinall. Um, he was brilliant throughout that fight. Even though we didn't get enough to see. I wanted to see more, Stuart. I wanted to see him in those later rounds. I wanted to see him in deep waters. I wanted to see him how he can get through adversity. But I can't knock him. He's got in there. And it was too fast for Volkov. Volkov couldn't really get too much offence really off. There, Volkov... there, wasn't no, there wasn't much noteworthy, was there, really? I was expecting it. I was expecting it, Chris. But it just goes to show how good... Tom was on he the mixed night. everything up. He mixed everything up. Though yes. I said to you about his, yes. his grappling, we spoke about his grappling. Yeah. Um, I think people didn't really notice too much, you know, no, not know enough about his grappling. They do now, and I feel like any heavyweight now that's going to come across him are going to have to work very hard on their wrestling defense because if he takes you down, he's going to submit you. A very Frank Mir esque. Because Frank Mir was phenomenal on the ground at heavyweight. That's a, good, that's a good parallel. I wouldn't have thought of that, but yes. If he can get, if he can do what, you know, Frontier was famed for and he can carry that on and he can carry it on into the top five. Yeah, absolutely. What a performance, Chris. What a performance on the edge of your seat stuff. I know most of the fights for the night was edge of your seat stuff and uh, just incredible, incredible in that O2. Bar the people on their phones the whole time. They're not fans. They're not fans, mate. Youngsters in there. It was all for the, the Twitter and the Instagram. They weren't bothered about the fights, Chris. The casuals. I'll say it. I'll say they, it. They still have bloody tickets, mate. I would have fucking cried for a ticket in, there. They're in the wrong hands. They're in the wrong hands, mate. Totally yeah. in the wrong hands. But that's just the nature of the beast, isn't it? Well, Paul Craig has come out before in his pre-fight conference and, and said they have provisionally booked Manchester and Liverpool for this year. Right. So, fingers crossed, you know, we can get more events and we can get out there and we can do a live big fight weekly I, at, the, I, at the arena. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind even paying double. If it was double, I would, I would consider it. 
it's when they go into like three, four times more than what they're worth. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Chris, more to add on Tom Aspinall, because obviously it was the main event. We want to give him the big rub, don't we, as he was the main event. Look, he took charge of the fight. Um, he had he did slip. A little minor slip, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> were, you, were, you, were you worried there? I, I did, uh, my, heart, my heart went a little bit, knowing that Volkov is accustomed to it, you know. I, I, I panicked. I, there was a little bit of panic. He asked there. Like, a bit then, did it? Yeah. He he's got to get up here quickly, which he did, didn't he? He was okay. Yeah, and he, and he, he, and he okay, cracked yeah. on. He cracked on straight away. Yeah. You used uh, the leg kicks as well. He used them really, really well. So he used them to get inside because we all know that Volkov's got a very, very long reach. Um, so he used those leg kicks. He got inside, but he also he mixed it up. And I don't think Volkov saw any of the takedowns come in. And um, when he got them down the first time round, he used that elbow and he smashed him up with that elbow, um, and it was brilliant. But credit to Volkov, though, because Volkov used the butterflies and got back up. Aspinall to reset himself, used a few jabs out there, and then set him up again for a takedown. But this time he got in the guard, got that ankle, the sorry, ankle, arm lock, mm -hmm. uh, or arm ball, whichever right way you want to preserve it. And as he said, and uh, in, his vid, in his video in a minute, I'll show you, he talks about that arm lock. And, and it was night-night. Um and like I said, lift off for Aspinall. And let's see. He did call out Tai Two of Arsa in his in his fight um, in his, after the fight. If, sorry. If he takes if he takes Tai down, though, I'm hearing oh Tai Two of Arsa. If he if he you know fantastic against Lewis Chris can't take away from him. I think Aspinall Aspinall would still be favourite. I think just because how good he is on on the ground, Chris. I, I've heard people say Tai Two of Arsa beats him. I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think he's multi. <sighs> Multi-skilled, and we're seeing that. And he's so Max fast, Stuart, He's so fast. Yeah, yeah, he's so fast. It's it's ridiculous. He's moving around like a middleweight. Oh, I think he's moving around like a featherweight. <laughs> if I'm honest, um, <laughs> Don. Don, I'm get. I do see your messages, mate. I will get to them. Um, yeah, we love, um, we love your uh, thoughts, Don. Definitely. Yeah, but Sorry. yeah, it was absolutely. I was a static, Stuart. I made the whole card mate. itself. It was just bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. Amazing. And, and amazing. amazing. All night um, long. Yeah. And obviously, I want to give a quick shout to Nathaniel Wood because unfortunately, we lost him a few days before uh, the London card. A few fighters did show um, interest in fighting him. Davy Grant was one of them. I said to you in a, a private message on you, Facebook, I didn't really want the UK versus no, UK. No, no, no. It's understandable. It's, it's spoil it a bit. Yeah. So obviously, that didn't get booked. So hopefully, Nathaniel Wood can get booked, you know, a month. Move down the line and get him, you know, keep keep his fights going because we don't want him missing out. Um, but I'll roll the VT, Stuart, of uh, Tom Aspinall's. Uh, if I can click it right here. Um, Come on, Tom. So yeah, Come this on, is a brilliant. This is a Tom Aspinall's. That oh, wait, where's John Morgan? Why are you asking the first question, bro? <laughs> he just said, you know, take the blue polo shirt, go do it for me. Yeah, okay. You look. You actually look quite similar these days. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> no, yeah, it couldn't have gone any better. That was the ideal performance. I truly thought I was going to go five rounds, you know, to get a guy like Volkov, who has been finished twice in 45 fights, out there in the first round. Just um, shows credit to my finishing ability. My finishing, finishing ability is highest of the high level. You've always said that, you know, the grappling side of your game, you haven't really had a chance to show it. So are you, are you happy with the submission or would you rather the knockout or, or how are you feeling about the finish? I do like knocking people out, I will be honest. For me, knocking someone out is better than submission. But I'll take the submission over five rounds all day. Like, 
Uh, that's one of my favourite submissions. Like, if, if I trap you in half guard, like me and my dad have drilled that for years, years and years. If I get you in half guard, it's my favourite spot. So, um, you ain't moving. Calmness personified from him there, Chris. You know, he's he's got to be saying about his abilities, Chris. That's not arrogant at all in the slightest. And as you said. So. His ground game, his ground game, as he said, you've said about it many, many times. He's very, very good on the ground, and it was there for all to see. And Chris only stopped twice before that Volkov in the 45 fights, as you said earlier. So yeah, just what what a night, what a night for him in front of fans, finally, not 50 people at the apex, as he said. So it's just it was the night, it was his night, along with many others on the card. And don't forget though. He's never fought in front of a big crowd before, as when I said no. this last week on the show. So, you know, to come through that as well, because he's going to have been nervous going and walking towards the octagon. Um, obviously, he would have felt it and he would have loved everything going on, but he would have been a mm. bit nervous because he's never fought in front of that many people before. No. But he didn't see any nerves. Didn't see any nerves. Um, absolutely loved it. I'm going to pull up a question that uh, Don's yeah, just lovely. thrown out here. The man, the legend, Hall of Fame, Matt Hughes, as well, isn't it? Was the yes. best at destroying fighters. I just had him on again on my show, mate. Let's speak, let us know a little bit more on that one, Don, and I'd like to see it as well. It's on Don's um, Facebook. Um, absolutely Sam, brilliant. Send it, my, brilliant. send it my way, Chris. I love I love the interview side of the business. Um, brilliant interview. Uh, Don's fantastic at what he does. Um, and just to listen to Matt Hughes after everything as well. Remember, yeah, he's on a hard life, man. Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant podcast, a brilliant interview. Um, I recommend anyone that wants to, you know, listen to fighters and listen to Don, because Don's brilliant as an interviewee. Go and listen to it. Um, it. Don has asked a few more questions, but they're regards to Paddy and Molly. So I want to, I'll answer them coming up. to their fights. So. Are, we, are we all done on Tom? Are we moving on? Yeah, Arnold, Allen, and Dan Hooker. Well, Chris, <laughs> I thought this was going to be the fight the night prior, didn't I? But he's yeah. just gone out there and outstripped the striker. We know Arnold Allen is so multifaceted, but Chris, I did not expect that. And he was landing at will. It was crazy, wasn't it? It was crazy in how quickly he dispatched Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker now one and four, isn't he, Chris, as well? Yeah, and... and... I wasn't expecting that from Arnold Allen. Not, no, I'm, people was I, But I, uh, I don't think... Uh, I've got, obviously, another VT with Arnold Allen, and he says, for us, a Harvey, that wasn't the game plan. Um, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do sometimes, Chris. But I think, he, you know what I mean? Arnold Allen smelt blood immediately. And I think yeah. you've got to look at um, Dan Hooker dropping down to, you know, 145 from 155. doesn't sound like a big drop. But you can tell the difference of the speed of bantamweights and the featherweight, Stuart. No fighters in, yeah. above them, really, are any faster. So uh, a tall guy like Dan Hooker dropping down to 145, he then realised very, very quickly that these guys are fast. And not only fast, you've seen how built how built Arnold Allen is. You know, his, his dad and his brother are strong men. So he's, a, you know, he's used to that heavy lifting. And you can see his frame, his, his shoulders are bigger than my head, Stuart. Um Absolutely amazing. I, I was corking it um, when he it looked like he caught uh, Arnold Allen in the first flurry, and Arnold Allen says he slipped. Uh, I'd have to watch it back because it it, it was one of them. Couldn't, but he jumped, you couldn't kind of see if it was or it wasn't at the time. Yeah, yeah. And he jumped. He jumped on Dan Hooker, and Dan Hooker, like you know, he's been in some wars. He's been in a Abs lot of wars. 
I and... thought he, I thought he'd be coming back more so then, you know, off the back of being pummeled, which we've seen time and time again, Chris. I, I was absolutely uh, gobsmacked, but on balance, just shows he's got he's got power in his punches. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't really shown it as much because they call him he's like a decision king, isn't he? You know, I mean, he, he does dominate a lot of fights and win that way. Um, but Evan just opened up for him, and he smoked blood. Um, Dan Hooker just looked sadly a, a person that we don't really resonate anymore with. You the made kid- you made a valid point on Saturday. Should he have gone up to one seventy? Because he's got the height. You made that point, didn't you? Yeah, when I, I, did say you. To you, I did say to you about, yeah. I don't know if 145 was the right decision for him. I would have thought maybe gone up to, you know, 170. 170 is a, a gigantic monster machine up there as well, don't forget. I know I know it's only £10. Did he look gaunt to you in any way? Did he look? He looked, he looked absolutely or, fantastic at the weigh-in strip. Yeah, he looked, he yeah. looked ripped. He looked in really good yeah. shape, Dan Hooker. Yeah. I, just, I just think it's different. Lightweights, and it's a fantastic division, they don't move as fast as 145s or the 130s. They don't, yeah, they don't yeah. move as quick as them. Yeah. And I think it's been such a long time since he's been a featherweight that I think his body just went into shock. Because I, I, I think it was like he was... St- to, actually, to quote Conor McGregor once, he was stuck in the mud. He shelled up, didn't he? He didn't know what to do. He couldn't get out of the, the situation. And Arnold Allen was throwing and free-flowing, going and going and going... I was quite, you know, and we've got to say, you know, props for Dan Hooker to stay in the fight because he didn't drop, he didn't go down. But I think he was out on his feet and I, I don't, and I think it was the right decision. There's nothing, there was nothing, he couldn't, it's just, I couldn't believe how many shots Arnold Allen was landing at will. Mm. I, I, I was like, I was more, I think I was more on the edge of the, of the bed because I was upstairs watching it. Karis is going mad. I was, come on! I was just, I was just absolutely made up for him. Absolutely made up for him. What next for him? What next for him? You know I like to ask you this. You didn't listen to him on the microphone, though. Oh, mate, I was all over the place because he won. I wasn't really paying attention to the post-fight, was I? Which I should have done. He called out Calvin Cater, which absolutely makes 100% yeah. the right way to go because Holloway's going to get the next title shot once he's fit. We've got uh, Korean Zombie and Volkanovski yeah, uh, there already matched up. I think they're matching up uh, Yaya Rodriguez and Brian Ortega. That looks like that's going to be put together. So Calvin Cater is the right next yeah, man yeah, for uh, Arnold Allen. And the perfect man to call out because he will bring it and he'll and he will rule test Arnold Allen. And I think it'll be the most hardest test he's had. Dan Hooker was a test, but Calvin Cater's a natural 145er. Yep. And it's, it's a big fight for him. And I, I look forward to that being put together. Uh, your man Isaac has uh, posted something. As well. Wee, all right, Isaac. Alan finished him faster than I had time to craft coke in a tinny. Bloody hell, mate. What's your personal best on opening up a beer? Before it be faster. <laughs> yeah, be faster than that, mate. <laughs> I think Dan Hooker looked like a teenager. Look ill, mate. Well, Isaac, you know about bodies, you know, the fitness side. He looked side. good in the weigh He looked really good in yeah, the weigh yeah. Yeah, Isaac, you're, you're clued up with that because you obviously do weights and stuff that you do training. Hooker is a beast, but honestly, has peaked. Thank you, Dom, Chris. Yeah, I know. I think I, I yeah. agree. I, th- I think the wars have caught up with him. I was going to say, not just because you've said it, I thought that as he had too much. The wars have way, caught up with where, him. Yeah. The he's sad thing is now, I couldn't tell you. Go on. He's in a rock and a hard place. Yeah, that's he, what I was going to say. He needs a win. I, he needs I, a win, Chris. Yeah, but he would have lost. He would have lost. He would have lost his ranking now at lightweight, right? Yeah. So he'd have lost after this fight, yeah. and he won't yeah. be right now at featherweight. 
Um, I, I think he would be reasonably be matched, Joe. But the thing is, where does he go? I can't, honest to God, tell you off the top of my head who I'd match him with because after seeing that, I worry to see if, if he can keep up with pace with majority of anyone in that top ten because they're all quite, you know, they're all fast in that division. They're all difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he just needs to probably take some time away, find himself again, and make make a massive decision because I think this this next decision Dan Hooker makes is going to be like really important, especially for his fighting career. Um, but top, top man. It was amazing to watch in the lightweight. He had some good wins. You know, I mean, he beat Gilbert Burns, Stuart. Mm-hmm. He finished Gilbert Burns. You mm-hmm. tell me, other than Usman, who's done that recently, nobody. It's a um, huge, you know. it's, it's a huge, it's a huge victory on the resume, isn't it? If you look at where Gilbert Burns is now and he was facing up, up the way, um, it was just what <laughs> it was just colossal. I couldn't believe it. It's like holy shit, he's doing it on the, he's he's going for a strike, he's going for the striking. Yeah, I, like, I, I, he, I think he's had a good camp over here, considering he couldn't go to TriStar because of COVID. Mm. It's yeah. worked for him, hasn't it? It's worked for him. But he's trained with some beasts, though. He's trained with Leon Edwards. Yeah. I know he trained with Jai Herbert, which we'll get to as well on this card. Yeah, and, um, shame for Jai Herbert. Yeah. yeah, but he's trained with all the, the the elite we've got over here. So, you know what I mean? He's not missing out too much. Yes, Farosa Harvey was over here. So, he, you know, he did have Farosa Harvey's mindset and everything And he was, on, um, he was on video call when he wasn't here, wasn't he, before he got yeah. in? They were, they were showing him the drills, weren't they, and all that, how he was getting on so he could critique it. So, they, they made it work, didn't they, Chris? Right, we'll, we'll jump, we'll jump yeah, over to sorry. Uh, no, no, on Elms VT. Just over here. Um, there was even a moment where you kind of dropped your knees for a Lie second up. and launched right back and put Hooker on the on the rope, so to speak. Just talk me through the chaos of that. And obviously, a game plan kind of goes out the window in a scenario like that. Or correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that was not Faraz's game plan. <laughs> um, I think I stuck to it about, about 30 seconds, and then uh, I didn't stick to it. And I think Bisbin was eating a chip butty between rounds, and there was a bit of butter on the canvas. And uh, I just slipped on it. Okay. So I just had to start pressure, 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 and I thought, you know what, Mike's trying to stitch me up here. He doesn't want another British champ. And... Uh, you know, but we got through it. We figured it out. Was it a case of the, the crowd spurring you on as soon as you had a, a sniff of an opportunity there? Or was it, did you, did you know that as soon as there was an, an opportunity to finish that you would have took it with both hands? Because the speed in which you reacted to him dropping the guard and showing that he was hurt was, was unbelievable. Uh, no, like, not in a bad way, but I, I didn't really notice the crowd. Like, I get a curve tunnel vision where I'm just, you know, I'm looking at my man and seeing what he's doing and uh, yeah, I don't really usually react in emotion but I saw the opportunity so I took it. That's a fair assessment. He can do it, he can, he can talk as well, a lot of people, oh he's not, he's not uh, that way but no, uh, you know, the, the, the grease off the chip Bertie as well. Yeah. That was good, that was, I like that, so yeah, just amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah, going back to Dan Hooker there, Don Maguire, he'll be cut if he doesn't win his next fight. Don, I was going to good good question for you, Don, then. I can't really figure out where and who um, UFC are going to put Dan Hooker with. Do you do you have any in, anyone in mind that you think they'll put um, Hooker with in his next fight? I, I, I honestly can't really picture one for myself. Let us know what you think, mate. 
But yeah, there you go. Um, listen, Arnold Allen, if you saw that picture, Stuart, just, well, that video, look how massive his bloody shoulders beast, are, man. Beast, beast. Big it's man. in the jeans. It's in the jeans as well, Chris. But yeah, five foot seven, 145, perfect. It's just absolutely perfect. And yeah, just mass. There's a mass there, isn't there, for that size? You know, muscles, only, muscles on top of muscles. The only worry I have is with Arnold Allen is when he gets up to the elite level of, in this division, is that body and that muscle mass going to be a problem going into deeper rounds? Like, and I'm talking not three round fights, five round fights. Yeah. You know, when there's a lot of pressure on him. Um, is that muscle, is that, is, yeah. yeah. Is that, you know, if, if, I know he's not going to go health level like that in most fights. This, that one that Dan Hook, I think, was a bit more of a one off. I think for us, Harvey would have been, you know, well done on the victory, but don't fight like that again. Uh, it could be suicidal in other instances. Well, try and, yeah, you try and do that against Max Holloway. <laughs> this, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Volkanovski. Well, even even well. Volkanovski, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a little pit bull. But I think he's got a good chance. I, I just because I think he can do. He's shown he can strike as well. You know, he's, he can do he can do a bit of everything. They are amazing. They're elite within the division. I get that, but I think he's a, he's a problem. He's a problem, and he could get the goal. I I, I truly believe on the basis of that the other night, that's going to do him the world of good, isn't it? There you go, Don's replied. Honestly, I don't. His mindset is trash right now. He will have to take time off and prove he is able. I think he will be shelled, with all honesty. A fair assumption there from Don on, yeah. uh, in regards to Hooker and where he goes next. Rocking a hard place. It Absolutely. is. That, it's, it, it, it's a big... It, it's a make or break for him in the next one. Like I said, that's why we go back to what I said before: is go home, take your time, and and, and work on everything. Get as, as Dom said, get his mindset right, his confidence back. Because, like I said, this this next fight he gets is is going to be a huge for him, and then it's going to be like a Mike Grundy, um, Amir Carney sort of situation where it do or die. And you know, I mean, you don't want to see levels like uh, fighters like him get cut. But in this game, it's just the way it goes. Come on, moving, moving on, moving on. Paddy. Yes, we are. I would say, Chris. The crowd were at the loudest when Pimblet came out. I'm going to say that right now. And he splits opinion, Chris, the way he is. But that, that crowd, man, I think that was the loudest pop of the night when Paddy came out. You know, I've got it's got to be said. And the crowd were loud all night. The crowd oh, yeah. were loud all night. Weathered the storm, Chris, didn't he? he? Got taken down. No, he landed. He landed on him as well, didn't he? And uh, yeah, he had to weather it again. But he did that. That happened in the first fight as well, didn't it? I don't see again, right? This is like the Arnold Adler situation. I don't know if, if he got caught, yes, but I think I don't know if he got caught um, imbalanced. Um, I don't think Vargas caught him clean, clean, but he's got to be careful if he wants to get up in that division. If, if he's going to get caught twice like he has in the last couple of fights, you know, I mean, he's going to fight harder. Well, actually, there's, one, there's someone on that card that wants a piece of him and did some damage <laughs> on the weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, we did. We did see that as well. Yeah. We, uh, we'll get in, in due course, yes. But Paddy, no, Paddy, look, Paddy is a really good fighter, a very, very good fighter, very experienced through Cage Warriors. You know, he's, he's fought the who's who in the UK. So, you know, these sort of fights he's getting now, yes, they're, they're easy for him. But this this is uh, this, this is good for UFC because they can put him on the mic. And not only can this guy fight, he knows when to sell, but he knows when that spot is right. So when he's on that microphone, when he's, you know, his post-fight, pre-fight conferences, he knows how to sell, knows how to engage with these fans. And UFC love that. They love they know the money trade is coming from Paddy. As long as he can keep winning, they can see 
maybe this could be the next that, Conor McGregor, maybe. That, Not that, fighting, but with the mouth. That judo throw as well, Chris. Jesus. Yeah, he had the wizard on. He had the wizard on one side as well, Stuart, and, and used his judo there. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I listen. I like Paddy. I'm not 100 sure if he can win a title because the lightweight division is jam packed, you know. And you know, we do have uh, another. We have top, do have Makachev in there, and I go as wide as the top 15. You know, I wouldn't just I wouldn't just say top 10. I think he is. I think it's going to be problematic. You know more than me, though. You know, you've followed him a lot longer. I, I just feel we know the depth at 155, don't we? I'll, I'll, I'll eat my hat if he does overcome that. But I just think, you know, but he, he will he will take shots as well, though, won't he, Chris? Well, that, the, the thing is, you it's know, like he, he has been caught before and he's been caught in Cage Warriors. Um, that's probably the only little thing I think I've got with Paddy is, Move his head a bit more, get out the center line, and, and I think he'd be okay. It's, it's just that defense of striking, and, and I think if he can sort that out, he will be a lot of a, a, not a lot. He'd be big problems for a lot of fighters in that division. I am interested to see where he goes. Um, can he break into the top ten? Very possibly. UFC could match him quite well up to that point. You know, they did it with Conor McGregor. He did get matched with some sort of fighters. You kind of kind of think I, I think that's too easy for him, but you know. If the money is there in this one fighter, you can see UFC thinking to the roof. People don't like him. They base it on how he looks. I, I'll tell you that now. I'll tell you that now. I, I'm, I'm just being honest, but they don't know his credentials. They don't know enough about him in 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 the fighting sense, Chris. I honestly, I don't like the look of him. That that is, isn't it? A lot of people are like he's shit, he's shit when they don't actually know he is. You know, he has got the he has got the tools. Don Maguire. Paddy has a tremendous ground game. His BJJ is better than anyone thinks. And the, and the only thing is, a lot of people aren't going to realise that until it's too late. Uh, I, I've watched Paddy through Cage Warriors, phenomenal on the ground, submitted pretty much everybody. Um, as he says in his VT, which I'm going to show in a bit, Stuart, he wanted to do a flying triangle. Imagine doing a flying triangle instead of a rear naked choke. That would have exploded the crowd. Um, I like Paddy. There's a lot of things with Paddy that he just needs to tweak. There's a tiny tweak, not massive. Just that uh, striking defense. And I think he's going to cause a lot of problems. Uh, Don's uh, putting another one in here. I will put money on him getting into the top 10. So, yeah, Don, you're, you're opposite to me. You feel he can do it, right? Yeah, I, I am. I'm, I'm not I'm not 100%, but, you know, you, you've got a lot of knowledge, Don. So I appreciate you yeah, saying Don's that. Yeah, Don's got loads Chris, of knowledge. And Chris, and, and Chris knows better than me. I'm sure he, he thinks he can do it on his day. It is doable. It's because of the way he looks. I, I, I tell you, that's why a lot of people don't base it on him as a fighter. But, you know, you only have to go and see what, what he's done in the build-up. He can talk. The guy's a talker. It was a yeah. bit it was a bit minging with the burger, and he's talking while he's eating, but it's all part of it. It gets people talking, doesn't it, Chris? It's a money thing. He, I think they can sell Anfield out as well. For a big oh, show, what, what, 55. I think they'll do, I think they'll do 55 60,000 for that. With I, ease. I truly believe it. With, with Darren Till, Molly, uh, you can have Aspinall on there as well, can't you? You know what I mean? They could do that, and, and it would, yeah, they, they can definitely generate 60,000 tickets of sales. Want to move, move on to VT? Yeah, yeah, because he, yeah, because he is, he is funny, isn't he? Unreal. Just over here, Paddy. So, here we go. Congratulations on uh, an absolutely massive win. 
Let's go. What, what, what was that like in there from the entrance to the celebration after? Just talk me through that. I was gangster. Yeah, I was sick, lad. I said what was going to happen, lad, and it happened. I looked a bit shit at the start, like, but, you know, I'm never in a boredom fight, am I? Is it some sense of massive achievement? Obviously, you yourself know exactly what you're capable of, and you say, first round finish, and, it, and that's what happens. That's what happened, lad. I don't talk shit. First round finish, lad, and I got it. As soon as I'd done that little J-throw through that judo throw and put him on his back, I was like, yeah, it's over now. I was thinking of flying triangle on that, but he kept holding my hand. Imagine how much it would have went off if I got that. You know, we had a chat a couple of weeks ago and we talked about, you know, the uh, amount of stress that's been in your life out, outside of the cage. Like, not a lot of people know that. And you've, you've dealt with it brilliantly and you've been doing some amazing stuff for great causes. Is it, is it emotional now as well, having dealt with everything that you've dealt with outside of the cage? Ah, kid. Right. Um, yeah, um, no. Because I was put on this earth to do this, lad. Entertain people and beat people up. It's what I do. It's what I've, what I've done for years, lad. Been doing it since I was 15. Like, I started fighting when I was 16, training when I was 15. So, I was, I, lad, I've said it before. I reckon in a past life, lad, I was a... Uh, Gladiator in the Coliseum because I was just meant to do this. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And there we go. There we go. Yes. You thought you'd seen things in a post-fight. Now there he is, eating a burger, so. eating a Big Mac. Don Maguire, look what people thought about O'Malley. I think Paddy will blaze his way, mates. Don, as well, I, 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 I didn't realise, really, when you see, like, Paddy, I don't think people realise how quite tall he is as well. He's very big for lightweight division, tall. Um, I think he can cause a lot of problems. He's got to be matched right for the right fighter. No rushing. I don't want to see him get rushed um, to Pora is... Obviously, the fight that's got to be made, hasn't it? Ooh. But we will get to Deborah. Um, someone was telling me. Someone was telling me he doesn't want that fight next. Of course, he wants that fight next. We didn't I call him out. Top... He didn't call him out, did he? Like Deborah no, called but... him out, but you know he didn't call. That's him out. the one. That's the one. We've had all. We've had all the shit earlier last week. Get it. Get it booked. And it has to happen now. Has to happen. We'll get to Topiora in a, in, in a no, bit. Are we how, even, how, got even got, else? Yeah, even got the crowd singing. You know, for the ninety-seven. Brilliant, you know, he, he told fuck off the sun, fuck the Tories, uh, you know, just a typical Scouser thing, you know, we have and he family, called so about, we, you know. And he called out Zuckerberg as well, because his Instagram getting blocked. Yes, yes, he did. So He's called out a lot of people in that, um, yeah. in his post-fight, didn't he? Um, but yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, the only way is up for Paddy. Let's just see where he gets matched. And let's hopefully, we don't have to wait too long. A lot of these fighters need to be fighting again soon, really. Keep that momentum going. Absolutely fantastic performance. The Paddy Pimblet train continues. And returning, as you say, that after an 18-month layoff, it is Gunnar Nelson at welterweight, Chris. And he got the rounds in, didn't he, in this one against Sato. Uh, just too too strong on the ground for me, Chris, which we already know that that's his that's his uh wheelhouse, isn't it? But good yes. good for him, good for him to get the rounds in, I thought, Chris. After well, a you long know, layoff. Oh no, definitely. Uh, you know. 
Sato, I don't know what his game plan was in that fight because there was no really offense, was there? It was survival mode pretty much for the whole three rounds. Gunnar Nelson had his back for the whole three rounds. You know, he was trying desperately to open him up to get that rear naked choke. Sato, unfortunately, did really well. Well, fortunately for Gunnar Nelson, he did really well in holding, keeping those hands, you know, away from his neck. It's just unfortunate for Gunnar Nelson. I think he, he would have loved that finish. But again, as we, you just said, 18 months off, 15 minutes in the in the bag. That's, you know, that's really good for Gunnar Nelson. Let's um, see where he goes from here now, Stuart. Interesting. You know, obviously, he's had his ups and downs. He's had his injuries. He's very highly touted when he first came into the UFC. And I know how, how, how good Gunnar Nelson's BJJ is, Stuart. Second to none. Not a lot of people... In the UFC, I was good as BJJ is going to Nelson. Um, hopefully, he can, you know, get his confidence and reform himself, and you know, take another crack at the lightweight and go for, you know, a, a run. Absolutely, you know, it's great to see him back with John Kavanagh in his corner as well. Gunner had gotten a second breath after his loss to Zach Cummings, which is an interesting one because I, I would have um, had Gunner Nelson beaten Zach Cummings, so which is one of them really. MMA math, though, isn't it? A fighter can beat this guy, and then this guy can beat that guy. Um, it's, it's madness. That's why we love it, though. It, yes, it throws up. It throws up those variables. Not a question. So yeah, perfect, perfect for him in terms of rounds, wasn't it? I think you know he was he was looking to, to finish it. I think wasn't yeah, he? He, he, was trying, Sato, he was trying. It was a good. It was a good one for him to get back in into the uh, promotion, wasn't it? Back back on back on the win win column. I don't think Sato's a UFC fighter, though. Um, I'm not. I'm not. No, no. Sato, it, but no, no. He, not, he, not, he, he, he didn't come to fight, did he? He came to survive. Um, there yeah. was no really any offense in you know trying to win the fight. Yeah, okay, it's hard if you're stuck and you've got Gunnar Nelson with a body lock and he, he's got hold of you. But there was nothing. There was nothing there. There was no when he had him standing up. There was nothing. Um, but you know, props to Gunnar Nelson. Absolutely, absolutely. Anyone's fight when the door closes, yeah. <laughs> that's right, Don. That's that's it. That's what they all abide by, don't they? So we get fighters. to our so we get to our fellow Evertonian. Absolutely. With the spinning back elbow and you're gonna like this photo, Stuart. Woo! Lights out and away we go. Yeah, what P a finish, Chris. Yeah, um picture quality obviously isn't great, but you can actually see in the top left hand corner that elbow. Absolutely Picture sweet perfect. on the on the button on the button. Yeah. Uh, absolutely amazing. Look, I like Molly McCann. I, I was a bit skeptical because I thought I thought I I said Carolina might beat her in this fight. I I, I hold my hands up. I was wrong. Um, I thought that um, Carolina would sort of wait, hold on, well take all the pressure that Molly comes in. She's like a batman round Molly McCann. Fantastic boxing. You can see the head movement. She can take a punch. But I thought Carolina might try to use a bit of grappling. Um, and try and take it down didn't work because Molly McCann did some crazy sort of some wrestling move, isn't it? Really, when she got all the runs, dropped her on her back like a backwards fireman carry, really, wasn't it? Um, but the first round was explosive. She went at it, and you could tell that she was so galvanized by the crowd. Um, I was surprised that Carolina stayed in the fight. So I was worried about her getting inside because of the seven-inch reach, but it was she's like a like you say, she just goes in. All guns blazing. The reach didn't matter, did it, Chris? It didn't no. really come into it at all. The way she was landing, 
you know, and they, they were clinching as well. Weren't they? There was a bit, you know, there was other stuff going on within that fight, but uh, yeah, the reach, the reach didn't matter. It, it wasn't, it wasn't any part of the fight, was it whatsoever? Carolina was trying to clinch her up, and you could see um, more, more so towards the second round because I think Carolina had a better second round. I think Molly sort of slowed down a bit, uh, trying to catch her breath because she, you know, unloaded a lot in the first round. And uh, don't forget, like. Molly's first round was amazing. Combinations, she was going body head, body head, and the speed of her punches were absolutely fantastic. Second round, she, I think she sort of that all caught up with her, caught a breath. I think, I think you probably say Carolina might have edged the second round. The third round comes around, and that elbow, Stuart Knight, good night. And it wasn't a fluke elbow, Stuart. She worked that one out. She knew when she comes and tries to clinch with me, I'm going to spin. And there's a moment just before she delivers that elbow, Stuart, she's already thinking I'm going to elbow her. Just very quickly, Stuart, if you watch it, there's a second stop where she's thinking, if it's clocking in her head, and bang! Night. Good night. See you later. And then she what sets off the O2, Stuart. That fight then just puts everyone into a frenzy. The crowd goes nuts. It's absolutely amazing to see. Um, and being a follower of Etonian shoot, obviously we didn't have the greatest Sundays with our football team, but I don't think she cares now. But yeah, what of a performance. I'm ecstatic for her. I just hope now she can keep this momentum going and crack on going forwards and, you know, have a really good go at this division. Um, Don, um, Don, have you interviewed Molly? Is that what you're trying to say? We've had a few, we've had a few comments from Lewis as well, but ones to do with Mr. Paul Craig, obviously. Yeah, we'll um, get to Paul Craig. And, and then he and he said he's also said about um, Paddy. Is he is he scouser? Is he yeah? He's a yes. Liverpudlian. He's a Liverpudlian, Lewis. Yeah, don't we know it as well? But yeah, Chris, are we moving on? Are we lad? Yeah. Uh, well, I've got a BT for uh, get Miss the Molly. fire up, fire up. That was an abs over here. Wait, lads, give me wait. Yeah, it's happening. Unbelievable finish. Uh, you, you have needed a viral moment like that, and that will long live in the memory in the UK MMA scene and, and the worldwide MMA scene. Just talk me through that fight, absolute war, and uh, a finish to match. <laughs> Watch you get ready. Um, yeah, do you know what I mean? I've had um interview uh, viral moments of me talking about having a bevy which nice one day you know but um i done me i done the bit i um absolutely smashed it done what all my coaches have said done what I, sorry i'm just getting ready so i can go watch him um done everything that i've done for a, a lifetime of of learning mma and i'm not going to break down the normal people be absolutely in bits now but you know what that's where I'm supposed to be. It's the performances I'm supposed to have. Me and Paddy Pimley are going to change the game. We're the second second go at the uh, at the British invasion after we had Brad Pickett, after we had uh, Michael Bisbon. It's my time. Was the was the belt a planned thing that you went and grabbed, or was that something you just saw and was just like, right? That's no, my I just time. rolled with it. Come on, me and Patrick don't plan nothing. I just rolled with it. I seen it. I thought, oh freaking, I'll just run with this. Do you know what I mean? So I, I literally ran with the belt. And there we go. Love, I love it, mate. Love it. From a bull-clad Under Armour trainers as well. There, good nod to the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. But yeah, confidence is there, Chris, isn't it? You know, she's had a couple of losses since she's come over. She's, you know, one fight into the four-fight contract as well. So she needs a she needs a big test again now, Chris, because she's 
she's come in like a steam train now, isn't she? After a few setbacks earlier on in the UFC. You, you call Paul Craig the Renamont's man. Because obviously Paul Craig came in and, and, and suffered a couple of defeats before he came into UFC. And then after that, he found himself, um, realised what he needs to change. I think Meatball Molly has done the same. She's, she's lost, had a few losses. She's figured out what she needs to change. And she's in, some, she's in a great gym at Next Level in Liverpool with Paddy, as she said. Um, listen, I'm looking forward to see what, what, who she gets matched up with next and just everything about her. I think she's brilliant, Stuart. And I suppose her being an Evertonian is a tick for me anyway. Absolutely. And she said in the, in the documentary on BTO how, how crap we are. And she's like, you know, you know how, how, what, what it's like to be an Evertonian. So she gets it. And she said, you know, oh, yeah. we need to bloody win something somewhere down the line. I, I feel her pain. I feel her pain, but heart on, heart on her sleeve. And yeah, just a, a blockbuster knockout there with that spinning elbow, man. Friggin Moving out. on, Stuart, to a never blockbuster yes. knockout. Yes, here we go. Ilya Tapuria pulls the plug on Jai Herbert. Chris Jai Herbert, again, he's in a bit of a rock and a hard place, isn't he? With his um, his record within the UFC. And he wasn't doing bad, though, Chris, was he? No, Stuart, he hit, hit uh, Tapuria. At, at he hit Tapuria with an absolute rocket of a, of a right leg kick, Stuart, right in the chops. And most people, Stuart, because was it was a clean shin to the face of Tapora. Most people would have gone down and it would have been good night. Ilya Tapora is Stuart, he's a monster. He got back, you know, he got back at Jai Herbert. And Jai Herbert was doing well with the striking. Um, he, he was doing better than I thought. I thought Tapora might have got him out even a bit sooner than that. But unfortunately for Jai Herbert, is his chinny, that chin is, isn't going to hold up. Um, and I don't know where Jai Herbert goes from here. And it's really sad because, again, he's another one I watched in Cage Warriors, Stuart. I highly touted him in the Cage Warriors. And I was so excited to see him when he come to UFC. He's just had a lot of hard fights coming into UFC. You know, he, he hasn't had an, an easier fight per se. He's had a lot of really hard, steady fights. Well, not steady fights, Stuart. Hard opponents. You know, Masakano is not an easy fight. To pour his no, unbeaten, no. Stuart... Not absolutely. I did notice when they obviously put the graphic up. Yeah, it's it's not to be sniffed, sniffed that, sniffed that. But he had his moments. But like you say, it just shows the heart of Tapuria, doesn't it? And what he can take, and what you know, and and, and that it's going to be him and Paddy on a collision course off the back of this, isn't it? It's got to be the next fight, Chris. They can't they can't stall on that one. I'm, I'm, people are saying Paddy's not ready. When 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 are you going to be ready? And it's it sells because they've got the backstory yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. This hundred percent sells. Hundred percent sells. Uh, Tapora though, sure. I I look at Tapora. I I think he's quite he's quite small for the weight division. Mm. I think uh, he's another one. I think maybe down the like line, one forty five yeah. would be perfect for Tapora, and I think he could be a beast there. Once he if he can get past a few people and he starts meeting the the, the higher the world class to elite level fighters, I think his size is he's going to struggle with certain people. But I think at 145, it would be a beast and he would make, I think he'd put a lot of people on notice in that division. But I think that will come in time. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, fantastic performance from him. And uh, Jai Herbert, we're not kind of sure what's going to happen next with him. But I think mm. the next one, he's going to need a W. He's going to need yeah, a W. And that's, that's pressure. That's pressure in itself, isn't it? Before you've even got in the cage, that's going to be in his mind, isn't it? Um, he's got to go for broke in the next fight and he's got to get a win. Yeah, I 100%, 100%. Well, 
All right, moving on. Are we moving on? Yeah, because we've got quite a bit to cover, haven't we? So, yeah, we're going, going to go through these ones pretty quick now. Maquan Amiakani chokes out Mike Grundy in 57 seconds, Chris. I, you knew you knew when that was in tight, didn't you, Chris? That what was coming, it was in so tight. Anaconda chokes, Stuart, are horrible to be in. And I've been in them before. And they are so quick at taking all your airflow out, if put in right. And, um, and Mike Grundy... To his detriment, tried to sort of roll the the submission, but he was so close to the cage that he couldn't really roll. And Amir Khani, once he got the leg around the other leg, it, it's ramped up the pressure. And unfortunate for Mike Grundy, and another good good British fighter, good British wrestler, Stuart. I think that's it for him in the UFC. I, I feel like that that probably be him. Sadly, but you know, Amir Khani said it in his post fight. They had to win. One of them had to win. They had to keep yeah. this was their job on the line. And I, and Mr. Finland pulls the one out. And Absolutely. sadly, for Mike Grundy. From Kurdistan originally as well, isn't he? Which is, you know, he'd be the only Kurd fighter in, in the promotion, to my knowledge. But yeah, as you say, it was, but you know, it was rock or bust, wasn't it, for either man? Mm. Again, pressure, pressure, Chris. Um, and some guys deal with it, don't they? Go for it. And others just the other guy wilts. But uh, shame for Mike Grundy. We obviously want our UK fighters to be on the platform, on the biggest platform in MMA. Uh, but yeah, McQuarney with the victory. We're moving on, mate. I think you're moving on, aren't you? Yeah. And yeah, Paul Cray, Chris. My word. <laughs> just when you think this man is down and out, he was getting smothered, wasn't he, Chris? I was really worried. He pulls out the sub again. Chris, and that and that now takes him to eight and four, doesn't it, in the promotion? Yeah, and you know what, he has been on an absolute tear. It's he just knows, doesn't he? He he, he plays possum with these people, uh, and he's and Nikita Krylov is exceptional fighter, Stuart. Really, really good. He's been in there with some really hard fighters. He's been in with a lot of the best of the best as well as Nikita Krylov. But Paul Craig just took his punches and. Like I wrote Stuart, and I wrote this on a twi- on Twitter at the same time. He eats punches and chokes people out for thunders, Paul Craig, because he knew if he waited, he waited, and it, as soon as Krylov moves a bit closer and that arm came away, that that triangle choke was whipped like a pretzel right round him, yep. and Paul Craig walks away with another victory, another submission. Um, his one against Maybe. Jamal Hill was a bit more dangerous, Stuart, because he did break Jamal Hill, Jamal Hill's uh, arm. I think he did pop. Something in Krylov's arm as well. <laughs> um, and uh, also, just as a side note, Chris, I noticed the UFC didn't put the Ukrainian flag in, and they didn't put where he was from. I did uh, see. Did you notice that? You know, with that going on, that was good. Good show, respectable. Because a lot, you know, you'll still have in sport, you'll still have the flag up. But uh, Paul Craig, man, going back to Paul Craig, just amazing, isn't it? Just when you, you know, think, just when you think he's going to get smothered, that's it, he's done. He pulls it out the bag again. And uh, Lewis Young has commented as well, Chris, they did not see the UFC at the weekend, but Paul mm. Craig was awesome. That I have seen on Twitter, he's obviously seen some clips and his fellow Scotsman there. Uh, just just amazing, on it? He's got that perfect Olivia Giroud beard, hasn't he? He's this he immaculate looks, he beard. Looks, he, he looks like Highlander. I think I said that to you before, Andon, and I know he's done the paint before now. At Wayne's yeah. and stuff, hasn't he? He's gone for the half with the with the blue there. So yeah, just uh, the important thing to Scotland. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah. 
really putting Scotland on the map. I've got a VT of his. Uh, I'll put it on now. Yeah. You took some heavy shots from where we were at in here. Yeah. Um, did what were they like? Did you? They, they were heavy. Yeah. Were you he worried? was trying to finish me. He. I had taken the last Jaffa cake in the house, and he was not <laughs> happy, man. He was wanting to stop that fight. And, I've never uh, heard that analogy before. Have you never? At a, a UFC I, press I, conference. I had a big brother, and uh, <laughs> if you took the, took the last Jaffa cake, that's what you were getting. <laughs> and you were you were sh you were shouting your mum. You look calm in there, though. You look look calm whilst that was happening. You know, I've been in this sport. Um, although it's just a blink of an eye, it's it, all these fights back to back set you up for this kind of stuff. Emotionally, I'm ready. Um, when I first joined the UFC, I wasn't um, very green, very naive, didn't really understand the sport, didn't really understand the emotional connection. Like, now I can control my emotions and I can use them to fuel me in fights. Um, but what a sport, let's be honest. One minute you're eating heavy ground and pound and the next minute you're whispering into his ear. And I don't know if any of you can watch this back and you'll be able to see me. I grab him tight and I'm like, it's over. Like I'm in an action film, you know. <laughs> I absolutely love this sport. I love the emotion that I feel as I win, lose, draw, walk out to that octagon. Sitting here right now, I feel there's something that people will never ever experience and I get to do it regularly. Fantastic. Again, a big thank you to MMA Crazy for the clips as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There have been some good clips there, Chris. But, yeah, you know, he's he's adapted, hasn't he, as he's gone along. He's really learned. He said he was green. He's honest. He holds his hands up. As you said, he had some losses. But we've seen guys come through, haven't we, and have losses and do fantastic, get some world titles. And mm. uh, he's got he's got a chance with, the, with his submissions, hasn't he? There's no two ways about it. He knows what he's doing. But just don't take the last chaff, okay? No, don't take the last shot for Kate because he's going to... Don't be taking out the biscuit jar, the cookie jar. And he's going to wrap you up like a pretzel. Yeah, um, yeah. you'll perish, yeah. you'll perish, man. Look, I loved it. I, I think his analogy is brilliant. Um, I had to watch back um, the fight after he said about he pulled uh, Nikita, Nikita Krylov in and it's over to him. It made me laugh. And then I watched it back and he does pull him in, you know, to tighten, to tighten the triangle yeah. choke. And then you could just envision him telling him down his ear, it's over. Brilliant. Um, fantastic win for Paul Craig. I personally, Stuart, I think this fight should have been on the main card over Gunnar Nelson. Yeah, I was shocked, you know. Uh, I know he'd obviously covered it last week with the, the bill and all that. Uh, it's just, yeah, that, he deserved to be. And Krylov was a big test. We said last week, Chris, you said, you know, the man's had a lot of fights, got a lot of experience. And, yeah. um, it's, a, it's, huge, it's a huge victory for him. It puts him into that next bracket now, doesn't it, that one? Absolutely. Yeah. With a win over Ankalaev and Jamal Hill, we're both in the top 10. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. He's done fantastic. He really has. We move over to uh, our own Jack Shaw now, Stu. Here we go. A Welshman. <laughs> yes. And Chris, two two rounds to one on the judges' scorecards, wasn't it, this one? And yeah. uh, I think it, would you think it was better for him getting the rounds in in this one? Or did you want the stoppage? But we all wanted the stoppage. But oh, yeah, of course. It, it, I think sometimes you need the rounds and, uh, you know, he's come through it. He's come through it. You know, we expect a lot from him, don't we? He's still undefeated. He's 60, you know. Um, but yeah, your, your thoughts on it with it going, you know, the distance. Valiev really tested him. Valiev was really awkward. His head movement was brilliant. And I, I think Jack Shaw took probably a round and I think he probably lost that first round against Valiev. Mm -hmm. 
because he had to work him out. Because Valiev is really quick. He's quite stocky. He can also take you down, which obviously Jack Shaw yeah, 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 had yeah, those yeah. problems. They got caught yeah. in a guillotine, a really tight guillotine. Managed to break out. But with all that movement and that stockiness, he tied, he got, he tied him out or tied himself out. And that's in, like, say, the third round, more so. Jack Shaw then took control, dropped him twice. Really unfortunate not to finish uh, Valiev, but it just showed you the testament of how tough Timu Valiev is. And I think he's going to be a really, a really big player in the division after this fight himself, not just Jack Shaw. Um, but it was a good, tough, a tough test for Jack Shaw. Really tough. Um, and it really, I think this really helps him now moving on to uh, X, Y, Z fight, whatever he has next. Um, didn't have as much control of his grappling like he has done previously because yeah. Valiev was really good and, you know, countered a lot of those grappling exchanges for himself and got um, Jack Shaw down. But Jack Shaw did perfectly in, in lot, lots of different ways to get back up. Um, but yeah, just a standout performance by Jack Shaw. Loved it. Uh, there's a lot of things on the horizon for Jack Shaw, I think. Um, I don't know what you think, but I, I think the sky's the limit for this man. Absolutely, absolutely. You need that. You need the battle tested to again, as you say. It's not just the physical; it's the mental aspects of that. You know, he's 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 had a tough he's had a tough evening. He's come through it. You know, he lost he lost the first round, as you say, but he's shown the resilience in there. And yeah, he, mm. he's got he's got he's got all the tools. We've touted him right the way through since we started this show, haven't we? And uh, you know, from a little a little town in Wales where he's training, and he's getting the best he can get. So yeah, we're going to a VT, mate. Yep. Jack, congratulations yeah. on the victory. Uh, walk us through that final round. It was pretty chaotic in there. It looked like you got a little bit of a trouble with that guillotine. <laughs> Not as much trouble as he did after being sat down twice. But yeah, no, it was close. Um, it was right under my neck. It was, it was squeezing a little bit. But I knew if I stayed in half guard that um, that I'd be all right. And uh, what well, I thought that, and the next one, it was started getting tighter and tighter. And um, I could hear the crowd react, and I just thought, well, there's no way I'm tapping in. In front of these lots, it was like you're either going to get out or you're going to go to sleep. And uh, next, I knew my head popped out. So, but yeah, it was close. It was, uh, it was, it was close, but not close enough. So overall, pleased with the performance, even though you did get into some of those those situations, like you mentioned, getting stuck in that choke. Say again. I was overall pleased with the performance, even after getting stuck in those chokes. Yeah, I mean, a little bit slow to start. Um, he was unorthodox. I knew that coming in. It took me a little bit longer to to get a read on him. He changed his angles and his attack up a lot. Um, but yeah, once I sort of found my mic, I feel him getting tired. I, um, I know I got a good engine and, and I could hear the corner saying, keep the pressure. I could hear him getting tired and I could see him slow him down, especially going to that third round. I knew I sort of guessed it was one each. Um, I thought it was keep the pressure on. I said yesterday, if I keep the pressure on on anyone, they'll, they'll start to show cracks and um, you know, minus the guillotine. <laughs> That's what he did in the third. And then you mentioned those fans. In, in fights in Las Vegas, you don't really see full venues this early on the fight card. It seems pretty full out there from the first fight so what'd you make of the crowd yeah they knew the tank was on early didn't i told uh told uh, dana if he won uh, if he won him in there from the start put me on early but no that's a uk crowd feel that that's wherever you go in the uk wherever the card is wherever it's strong week they, they show out from the first f uh, fight past fight and, and that's why it's one of the best places in the world to fight so another one who could have been on the main card chris quite easily but you know there was that many names and they mm. wanted to showcase some more because it's been so long but uh yeah i did like that as well Without the guillotine, I did drop him twice. <laughs> and yeah. then he talks well. He does talk well. He's you know he's got he's got a good uh, yeah he's good, he's good man. I've got a lot a lot of time for him. I think yeah, just a good showcase for him. And uh, yeah, there was a bit of everything in that fight. Absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll move on to our next fellow Welsh lady, Stuart. Yes, yes, Chris. Young Corey McKenna, still only 22. But at least for you, Chris, you did say she had a good shot of winning this one. A bit of split decision victory. But yeah, Chris, your thoughts on this with our very um, own Welsh lady, Corey McKenna? Listen, she's got she's very promising, Corey McKenna. Another one I watch through Cage Warriors, Stuart. Um, ecstatic to see another Welsh person... Uh, you know, be on the UFC stage. Unfortunately, I think time away has probably not helped to hear she's been away and hadn't been able to get a fight. I think it's about over a year she's been trying to get a fight. Hasn't got one. She got one now. A bit rusty. It happens. I think the sky's the limit for Corey McKenna. I think she can do bits in this division. I think it's just, you know, she's got to get more, more fights. I hope she gets a quick turnaround and she can prove how good she is. She's very good. She's just unfortunate. Um, Reed Ellis Reed was very good at popping that jab out, Stuart. That right hand was causing McKenna trouble, and she kept on walking into it, unfortunately. And I think that more or less racked up the points for Elise mm. Reed in that fight. Yeah, Corey McKenna had takedowns, but I don't think really they t- they score for those sort of takedowns anymore. Maybe back in the day you could win a round with a takedown, not so much now. It's just one of them. Listen, the sky's the limit for the girl. I think she will definitely come back stronger, better, and she'll. I, I, I can guarantee you now she'll win the next fight and she'll go on a bloody good run, and she'll fly the flag for us Welsh people like Jack Shaw, and it'll all be well. They can go back to the drawing board, but they can't. They, do you know what I mean? They can, they can work out, you know, where it didn't happen for her. But yeah, split decision in the same token, and she's got, she's got years ahead of her because she is. She's very young. To be in that promotion at 22, you know. Um, and that team alpha male as well, Stuart. So she's in a good gym. She's yeah, in a good gym. Abs- absolutely. Up to hopefully they iron out the issue she had in that one. And yeah, it can serve her well going forward, as Chris says. And we look forward to seeing her in her next outing. Absolutely. Are we ready for the theme on Makayev, Stuart? Well, he's highly touted, Chris. And my word. Yeah, Listen, Mohamed uh, Mikhaev, Chris. Yeah, Mohamed Um Look, Stuart, he called for this fight. He asked for Durden. He called him out on Twitter, said, this is the fight I want, and this is the fighter I want at UK London. He got it, and he over-delivered, didn't he? He over-delivered. This is a, the youngest um, fighter on the UFC roster, and he said in his uh, VT, Stuart, he's going to be the youngest father in the UFC. So, you know, madness for the guy. He didn't show everything. There's so much more to show for Makayev, and you will see it when he gets into a bit more battles and a bit more weather-tested fighters where he has to dig in deep. You'll see the wrestling, and he's got phenomenal wrestling. He's Dagestani Stewart. He's, you know, they're all good at wrestling. He's got you know phenomenal striking. The need that he set up you know, was absolutely fantastic. He saw Durden very quickly, duck his head, boom with the knee. Um, Durden obviously tried to grab the leg then, being a wrestler, and then Dosh choke comes in, and you know Durden did do well to fight in in amongst the choke and and the Dosh choke, but as every time he tried to sort of escape the, the choke, uh, Makayev was just leaning, and then it just got tighter and tighter and tighter, and Makayev blew top off the O2 arena. You know he got everything going, and it was fantastic to see. I'm really happy for the guy. I think he's got so much potential. This lad, um, you're going to see. Maybe this could be the next guy that wins the title. Maybe not now, but I'm thinking two to three years. You'll see it. Who, who, na- who next for him? Who would, Todd, you, who would you like to think of now? 
it's flyweight, isn't it? So it, it's, I, I couldn't really say without looking at the rankings, really. Um, mm. I, I think, you know I mean? No, you're not going to throw him into the top 15, are you? Top 20, maybe top 30. Make, you know, give him another fight, a couple of fights then, and then he gradually moving towards the top 15, the top 10, you know, and so on. Um, the sky's the limit. We don't need to rush him. I think we should just slow enjoy, uh, enjoy him. Yeah, slow and not... steady wins the race, doesn't it, Chris? Sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Sure. Um, love the card. One of the best cards I think I've seen UFC put on in a very long time. There was a couple of boring fights, but that was it. But every uh, fight was amazing. Hey, you can go for a full card and they're boring. So, uh, yeah. you know, we'll take that. We will take that because it just, what what a night, what a night. You keep saying about it. And, uh, and we've said it about UK crowds across MMA and boxing. There ain't nothing like it. And, uh, you know, I know there's some fantastic crowds in the US, but when we're on it, I, I, I'm telling you, it's we're the best. We're the best. Nope. Nobody supports their own better than, I think, Irish people. Yeah. And the English, nobody supports their own any better than those two countries. Um, loved it, sure, absolutely loved it. I, I wanted more, a bit gutted that the it ended so quick. You know, the main event with Tom Aspinall and Volkov. But uh, I want to be there next time we get a card over the UFC. Hopefully, we can get tickets. Hopefully, it's towards us in the north, and um, you know, just more of it, more of it, please, Dana. Absolutely fantastic. So hopefully, Liverpool or Manchester, as they are saying. Uh, 10,000 in Liverpool, though, and then 20,000 again at the MEN, at the Manchester Arena. So, yeah, we look forward to that. What a card. And we had to give it the full rub because it was just fantastic. Amazing. What, you know, what an advert for, for MMA and UFC. Amazing. Eddie Hume was there as well. Anthony Joshua Except, was there as yeah, well. Yeah, they're all, they're all in there, weren't they? It was crazy. Rooney. <laughs> Jeremy Piffin. Yeah. Gary Neville was moaning money. Why were people at the UFC? Why, why, why is Ralph Ragnick gone to the West Indies for the cricket with England? Back in my day, they didn't go. You didn't do all that. Well, it's I think time to change. Off He's off. I'm not agreeing with Gary Neville on that one, Chris. And they're not allowed to enjoy themselves. Well, but the way he was saying and giving off on Twitter, yeah, you're not allowed to go to a sporting event if you've got free time to do it. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. Are we moving on? Are we moving on to Kiko Martinez and Josh Warrington? We're into the boxing now, just briefly before we close out. And it's a rematch as well as Kiko Martinez beat Kid Galahad some months ago. Now, um, it was, he wasn't expected to win, but I tell you what, Martinez, if anyone's had a lot of fights and a lot of experience in title fights, it's him. He upset the apple cart in that one. But Josh Warrington coming off a loss and a draw. To Mauricio Lara, I just think it's Josh Warrington's to get back in the win column, Chris. He's already beaten him once, mm-hmm. you know, went over the 12 rounds. But yeah, this is Josh Warrington. Again, I've got to tip my hat to Martinez. He's coming in to the Lions then. You know, he's had a lot of fights over here, title fights in the UK. Spanish, you know, it's not really fame for shows over there, is it? But uh, yeah, he's not he's not one to, you know, if it's a fight in UK, he will he'll come, he'll come. That's where the money is. But uh, it's Josh Warrington, Chris. It's Josh Warrington to get back. And get his title back as well because he did have this belt. Mm-hmm. Well, good good luck to Josh Warrington, English an English owner, isn't it? Um, as you say, we, I think we we've watched back on the Kiko Martinez fight with Josh Warrington before when we've covered Josh Warrington. So you know, I mean, he's got that feather in the cap where he's beaten the guy. So that you've got to look at it. I look at it as the pressure for the guy to win the fight after he's lost the first fight, isn't it? Really. 
So all, all the pressure's on Kiko Martinez to win this fight. Even though, he's the even though he's the champion, but he's been beaten by Josh Warrington before. Yes, that's going to play a factor, Chris. Do you know what I mean? It has to. As much as he'd be saying, like, I'm going to go in there. And hey, he's, he's a come-forward fighter. You know, they'll be slinging. Yeah, Warrington's not really known for power. You know, he has got a few KOs on, on the resume, like. But, uh, you know, Kiko Martinez did stop Kid Galahad. I mean, Josh Warrington's another level. You know, he's had title fights. of numerous title fights. Uh, you know, he wasn't expected to lose to Mauricio Lara. I think a lot of it, it was it was behind closed doors when he fought in the first time. Josh Warrington needs a crowd behind him. Yeah, mm. We've seen it time and time again. You know, they've, they've done they've done Ellen Road. Uh, they've done Headingley as well. I'm sure they've done Headingley, the, the rugby stadium, not the cricket stadium. Uh, he needs a crowd behind him. You know, the first direct arena there in Leeds. It'll be fantastic, as it always is. Um, and yeah, he needs to get he needs to get this title back. And it might lead to fighting Lara again, I should imagine. But uh, can't knock Kiko Martinez, Chris. He's been in so many big title fights over the years. You know, Carl Frampton, he's fought in. I could name a list, you know. Uh, look forward to that. It's another big matchroom card on the zone on Saturday night. Are we going on to Eddie Hall and Paul, Chris? Oh, you want to go? Avenition, Avenition, actually. Sorry, it's me jumping the gun. Sorry, mate. So, yes, Chris, it was easy. Um, it was easy. He dropped him twice. We've seen, obviously, Avenition, haven't we? Various times. He's got a lot, you know, he's got a lot of talent. He trains over here. He's from Russia originally. He's with uh, Brendan Ingle. So yeah, just uh, fantastic. Again, I think it was more more so cannon fodder to fight the other night, to be honest with you. But you know, you have to take the fights, don't you? But he wants Connor Ben. We just put that back up. Sorry, it's yeah. my fault. He wants Connor Ben, Keith Furman, or Boots Ennis. Now I don't really know Boots Ennis, Chris, but the first two there, uh, Connor Ben would be a fantastic fight, as we know. We've got a lot of you know we've been touting Connor Ben, haven't we, for the last year or so on the show. Keith Furman's a tricky one. Keith Furman's a tricky one as well. But Pacquiao was beating him in more recent times. But yeah, I think that's the next step. You know, European <laughs> level. He, he, this guy's past European level now. Hmm. So I think if they, if they can get him and Ben, that'd be amazing. I think that'd be a fantastic fight. And I think this guy, this guy's got a lot of potential at world level. Well, have to see him against the bigger fighters and have me show it. Um, it's all good beating Canna Fonda and looking good, but you need to be there with the, with the big boys and we'll see how well you can box and how far you can go. Um, but you know, I've the same we've we've covered him before. Um, very, very good boxer. He's a he's talent, he's an absolute time. Connor Ben, uh, Connor Ben's got other aspirations, but he's called him out yeah. now, so you, ne you never know. You never know. I think that that one would be one to make. It, it, it sells, that'll sell uh, absolutely. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll sell Marina out without fighting now because this guy's just coming along, he's beating people. You know, he looked made Josh Kelly look normal, didn't he? A lot of people, you know, weren't really familiar with him and he's gone in and, and done it and uh, you know he's playing his trade in the uk as well the guy yeah, you know i mean he's, he's he's come here to get himself to the next level so yeah we look forward to see what happens there and now sorry i jumped the gun a bit earlier it is paul and four uh absolutely dogged with issues with that seggy.tv the other night though weren't they? yeah because yeah I, I saw tweets um, because I was, I, was, I was tweeting updates uh, for UFC London on our on our on Big Fight Weekly on Twitter, and all I could see every time I was tweeting something about a certain fight that people were just booting off about Seg TV for the for the Eddie Hall and Thor fight. Um, you put you put that on you put that on. They're so well known, and you haven't got the right the streaming platform can't cope. Yeah, but you put it on when the UFC London's on as well. Though, well, is... yeah, yeah, they weren't, yeah, they weren't thinking, they weren't thinking. I mean, this one they've been trying to get this one done for how many years? Haven't they? You know, they've had beef for years. Um, 
you know, I mean, they made enough money with it being out in Dubai, didn't they? That, that's that's a given. But uh, yeah, if you can't get if you can't get your streaming platform right, I uh, listen. I watched a fight, and I've watched it. Uh, I watched it after I finished UFC London because I, I was trying to sort of watch it on the corner of my eye every time there was a break in you and uh, on BT Sports, but. Uh, yeah, the, the the feed was crap, so I couldn't really get to watch the fight fully. But for what I have seen, Stuart, it looked like a mess. Um, it's like to me, it look, it's to me now, and I, I I feel like they're giving anyone who's famous a boxing fight now, and it I, I can't be bothered with it. It's boring. Stuart. No, 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 it is, it is. You, you, and I, mate, you know what I'm like? You know what I'm like about boxing being the purest that I am. It's crazy, but to give it away for nothing, Chris. I think they've yeah. balls that there as well. They would have got pay-per-view revenue off that. They would have done just the basis of the names of the two guys and what they're known no, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, they, they probably would have made more money. I don't understand why it was free anyway, if we're going to look into it you know, a bit more. I haven't got a clue. I, you know I didn't really look much into it. And I, I, you know what I mean, it crept up on us, didn't it? We were so fascinated with UFC London. I well, yeah, totally yeah. forgot about it. Like, um I thought, yeah, I watched the fight. I said to you that Ford would have would, would beat him, and Ford did beat him. Ford dropped him twice. Um, I think Hall did crack him once and sent him back a bit. Oh yeah, I think... yeah, it's all that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but but if you watch the fight, Ford's had that experience. And I said this last week on the show. Ford's been in a boxing fight now. He's had that experience. He's had the taste. So he's learned from it. Eddie Hall hasn't been in and didn't do any sort of boxing fights no. prior. Um, so you right. didn't get, and you can see the footwork and the movement from Ford was so much better than. Eddie Hall's, where Eddie Hall's is going for that uh, the hook and the overhanded right constantly trying to catch him, um, and yeah, it was absolute disgrace to the sport. Again, um, you know we have to deal with the Jake Pauls, but at least Jake Pauls is a bit entertaining. This was like I don't know, like tumbleweed. Really, it was slow, <laughs> boring. Um, yeah. you know, and I like Eddie Hall. I think Eddie Hall is oh my uh, days, he's a, a national treasure, national treasure, but. Uh, don't box again, please. He was good. He was good on the Wheel of Strongest Man. Obviously, they show it over Christmas. They film it months before, don't they? It's always a Christmas staple. Channel 5 have it now, BBC. I used to watch it years ago. And he was great doing the analysis for that, you know. Um, and as I say, he's, you know, he's been world champion and all that. But, uh, yeah, boxing. And I think, look how much weight Ford had lost. He took it He took it very seriously because he's lost, like, yeah. the kilos. When they base it in kilos, Chris, he lost... He lost a hell of a lot. He's got himself conditioned. He's a big guy anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was just, I think that was the thing, I think. And as you say, he's been in before. So, yeah, just, uh, we, 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 all our attention was on the UFC, mate, wasn't it? That, that's, that's, uh, that's it. That, that really is it, mate. I, I can't really say any more about the fight. It was dreadful. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't it, think Isaac, I don't think, I think Isaac is picking his daughter up because obviously he watched it. He was, he brought it to our attention last week, didn't he? I would have loved to have had some comments from him, but I don't think he's there. He's going to watch the rest later. But yeah, we don't really need to say much more, do we? No, um, I'm not going to ruin a good pod, uh, but good show podcast on UFC London for Eddie Hall and Thor. Oh, thank you. <laughs> No, no, no disrespect, Eddie. No, yeah, no, I, I love Eddie. We love you. We love you. We love, love Eddie. Eddie just don't, Fantastic. just don't box again. You just do I what you do. I don't think he will off the back of that, Chris. Good. In, in all honesty, it's probably for the best. Any, anything else before we close out? No, I, I think that's it. Um, I, we haven't had any more comments since Don 
wrote, wrote about the knockout of Mo- Molly's been on his, his Facebook page. Um, if, and if you're interested in Don Maguire's Facebook page, search Don Maguire on Facebook. He's got his own podcast. It's really good. He gets some really good fighters in there. The Matt Hughes one he did recently was absolutely brilliant. I'm going to check that out. I want to I hear that. Yeah, I want to watch that. But he's had a, he's, he had Bert Watson on not long ago. Uh, everyone loves Bert Watson. We all remember him in the UFC, the hype man before they got on stage. Brilliant with the fighters backstage. Um, he gets on a lot of really good, interesting people, and the stories they tell is fantastic. So I, I highly recommend it. And if Don, if you are listening still, we want you on this podcast at some point as well when you're free. I've got a lot of conversation. We've got a lot of things we want to ask you. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll have Don on. We'll have Don on. No question. No question about that at all. But that's it. I, that is it. Absolutely. What a what a card again. I can't stress it enough. If if any if it if a card's ever delivered, that's the one. And uh, yeah, they were saying it was the best fight night of all time. I'd put it up against the numbered pay per views, mate. It felt like a numbered pay per view. It'll be one where you go back and watch it. You know, you go back and watch. You could you'll watch that card again, won't you? On on, on fight pass, you know. One hundred percent. It was amazing. Had everything, all the different ways you could win a fight and it had it in abundance and for the most part you know how many uk fighters won do you know what i mean it, it was high wasn't it and then we had a couple of losses but they pulled it back didn't they chris as you said the tide turned didn't it hmm. i think it ended about seven three didn't it i think yeah, all in all which but... which is fantastic it's amazing amazing the, so yeah the, the british are coming absolutely uh, you know Keep keep an eye out because they are absolutely. And this has been episode fifty-one of Shoes. Shoes. It's not your Powered podcast. Powered for fucking hell, Chris. I'm doing you a disservice. Powered TV. Big Fight Weekly, Chris. And we also thank. And we also, and also in association with Sports Social as well. Yes, yes. Well done, well done for bringing that in. I made the balls the balls up at the end there, but yeah, Sports Social Network as well. Uh, there's a host of podcasts on there, isn't there, Chris? They've got a lot of content. Loads. Lots of, whatever, lots. What, whatever genre of sport you're into, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, they, they've got you covered. They've yeah. got you covered. We've got to give um, them the rub. We've got to give them the rub, absolutely. And also, for, for uh, old podcasts, old shows, or if you want to keep in contact with me and Stuart and you've got more questions about certain fights, fights coming up, boxing, MMA, please. our links are down below. Please. Please do it. I, I, we, wouldn't, we need more of it, Chris. Look, you know, we've had so many good comments today and it fuels us and it gives a different perspective. You know, yep. we'll look at it differently. Please comment. Please comment. If Even if it's after, wherever you listen, view, wherever, the socials, please. We want the interaction, don't we, Chris? We've always been, you know, a high proponent of the interaction side, haven't we? Yeah, and also like and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. I want to get uh, there. We, we would need more go. subs. I'm going to do the ending again. So I don't balls it up, all right? It's bloody... I don't know how I balls that up, but there we go. This has been episode 51 of Powerful.tv Big Fight Weekly with myself, Stuart Palmer, and my co-host and cousin, Chris Hume. There you go, Chris. I'll see you next week. <laughs>